This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. Today we continue our examination of the blind. To begin this journey, we must look more into what the Bible says about those that display blindness. 1 John chapter 2, verses 7-17 through 17. Brethren, I write no new commandment to you, but an old commandment which you have had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you heard from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write to you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away, and the true light is already shining. He who says he is the light and hates his brother is in darkness until now. He who loves his brother abides in the light, and there is no cause for stumbling in him. But he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness and does not know where he is going, because the darkness has blinded his eyes. I write to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all the that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. He who says he is in the light, and hates his brother, is in darkness until now. He who loves his brother abides in the light, and there is no cause for stumbling in him. But he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness, and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. Let us examine what constitutes hating one's brother. Proverbs 6, 16-19 these six things the Lord hates, yes, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift in running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. One. A proud look otherwise known as haughtiness. 
those that look down upon others, who believe they are better than others, no matter their social standing, creed, or race. 2. A lying tongue. Any who practices any type of deceit. 3. Hands that shed innocent blood. Those that cause the death of any child, be they born or unborn. This includes those that condone and support this bloodshed. 4. A heart that devises wicked plans. Those that create and steal anything from people's property to their government. Those that cause wars and sicknesses that are created in a lab or has secret plans for world domination or of controlling people they see as lesser than themselves. 5. Feet that are swift in running to evil. Those that embrace what is unnatural and do so without question. Those that accept anything that goes against God and they do so energetically and with enthusiasm. 6. A false witness who tells lie. Any who falsely accuses others of sin or crime when that person has done no wrong. 7. One who sows discord among brethren. Those that teach a false gospel that divides and causes friction within believers of the one true God. All this is earmarks of blindness. This is shown not only within those that deny God, but is also seen within those that profess to being followers of Christ. Yet the moment they do so, they show all the world whom they truly worship and follow, and it isn't the Son of God. When the glorified Jesus Christ appeared to John on the island of Patmos, he dictated seven letters designed to awaken people that said they are his followers. However, they had lost their way for the most part and he wanted to get their attention. As I have shown in the past and verified by scholars, these letters are not just concurrent but also chronological. The last letter for the most part presenting those that are now professing to be quote-unquote Christian to being followers of the Son of God. However, that is not how they are portrayed in this letter. Nonetheless, this is a true image of most that do go by this moniker at this very moment. Revelations 3, 14 through 22. And to the angels of the church of the Laodicean write, These things says the Amen, the faithful and the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you could be cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say, I am rich, have become wealthy, and have need of nothing and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, that you may be rich, and white garments that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed, and anoint your eyes with eye salve, that you may see, 
As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him, and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcome and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Let me key in on the verse that proves that most that now call themselves quote-unquote Christian are the lukewarm. Because you say I am rich and have become wealthy and have need of nothing and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. Those that keep their big house or multiple homes and seek bigger and full of unneeded possessions those that drive around in expensive vehicles those that hoard most of their wealth unto themselves showing the world that they are so-called quote-unquote rich and that they are quote-unquote wealthy since they are surrounded by more wants than needs they deem that they are in need of nothing however christ made it very clear their true condition in the sight of not only him but his father our creator god that they are wretched they are miserable that they are naked and poor in heavenly rewards all because they are blind to the truth that is right before them in the word of god matthew 6 19 through 21 do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is there your heart will also be they prove their blindness by saying this does not apply to them they are exempt they are special those commands made by Christ do not affect them. They can keep, quote-unquote, their wealth. They can keep their luxuries because they are chosen. They are special. In reality, they are haughty for believing these lies, proving they are blind. The Bible says this about what we are to be content with. 1 Timothy 6, 6-8 through now godliness with contentment is great gain for we brought nothing into this world and it is certain we can take nothing out and having food and clothing with these we shall be content therefore any not content with these are blind to the truth however god allows them a chance to fix their relationship with him as many as i love i rebuke and chasten Therefore, be zealous and repent. Be eager to fix your relationship with God through Jesus Christ and turn your life around. Downsize quickly. Sell off those idols to yourselves called possessions that are a want and not a need. Then do what else is said in the Bible. 1 Timothy 6, 17-19 Command those who are rich in this present age 
not to be haughty, nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Let them do good, that they may be rich in good works, ready to give, willing to share, storing up for themselves a good foundation for the time to come, that they may lay hold on eternal life. This can only be accomplished by living off the least and keeping the most available for God's use. For you are a steward of His property, which you have none of. Anything you have is due to God, not yourself. That is why we live off the least and use the majority for God, which is good and true stewardship. Yet what I have just said will be scoffed at, laughed at, and ignored. All because this hasn't been taught. This isn't how those professing to be quote-unquote Christian have lived in the past. That is called living a tradition, not living by the word of God. Christ said this about that. Matthew 15, 1-9 Then the scribes and the Pharisees who were from Jerusalem came to Jesus, saying, Why do your disciples transgress the traditions of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat their bread. He answered and said to them, Why do you also transgress the commandment of God because of your tradition? For God commanded, saying, Honor your father and mother. And he who curses father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say, Whoever says to his father and mother, Whatever profit you might, might have received from me is a gift to God, then he need not honor his father or mother. Thus you have made the commandment of God of a no effect by your tradition. Hypocrites! Well did Isaiah prophesy, saying, These people draw near to me with their mouths and honor me with their lips, but their hearts is far from me, and in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. As I have shown in the verses I presented earlier, this is not the teaching of the Bible. This is not the teachings of Jesus Christ. His teachings are to live off the least and use the most for the glory of God, as well as spreading the word of God to the world. Those teaching that we must keep our possessions are in fact teaching a false gospel. What does the Bible say about those that teach these types of traditions? Galatians 1, 6-10 I marvel that you have turned away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another one. But there are some who trouble you and want you to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I still pleased men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ.
those that do not tell you to downsize once you accept Christ as your Savior teach a people-pleasing message and so have made themselves cursed. How many have died throughout the centuries believing they were one with God through Jesus Christ? However, they lived for and kept most of their earthly wealth and possessions, totally counter to the true gospel. How many will awaken not in the sky above before Jesus Christ, but before the great white throne, where these things will take place as foretold by Jesus Christ himself? Matthew seven twenty-one through 22 Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Why they are the lawless is because the Bible says to live off the least. The Bible says to use any earthly wealth that goes beyond our needs is for God's glory alone, for the spreading of His word to the world, for caring for those in need. They are the lawless and the blind because they refuse to accept these truths. They say, this is not the truth thus calling Jesus Christ a liar, meaning they have denied him to the world. Matthew 10:33. But whosoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Thus confirming their blindness, there is precious little time to zealously repent of your sins. You must act now, this moment, this hour, this day, for the next day, the next hour, the next moment may be too late. Downsize now. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell his empty dreams I got lost in the light and it was up to me To make a name the world remembers But Jesus is the only name to remember And I Truth.